Be Wealthy and Smart, episode 306. into a world of wealth and financial freedom without budgets, boredom, or bosses on Be Wealthy and Smart. And now, here's your host, Linda P. Jones. Welcome to Be Wealthy and Smart. I'm Linda P. Jones, America's Wealth Mentor, empowering women and men worldwide to financial freedom. On today's show, we're going to talk about avoiding home remodeling mistakes. And you're going to learn how to avoid common home remodeling mistakes that reduce the value of a home. This episode is sponsored by Audible. It's the way I read more books and stay ahead of the curve. Audible is, of course, the easiest way to read books because all you have to do is just listen like you are right now. There are over 150,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. And your first audiobook is free. Just visit audibletrial.com forward slash be wealthy and smart. That's audibletrial.com forward slash be wealthy and smart. If you're like me, you probably love watching those house flipping shows where people are remodeling, they're adding value, they're flipping for profit. It's fun to watch. And I love to see what are the decisions they're going to make? How are they going to decorate? How are they going to improve the value? And how much profit can they make? And I love to see what the decisions are that they're going to make. But along the way, I was watching some other shows where they weren't professional house flippers. They were just people thinking about doing their first flip, or they were just talking about what they wanted to have in a home. It was a different kind of show other than the flipping houses show. And I was stunned because there were some decisions that were being talked about that would definitely have reduced the value of a home, and they seemed completely oblivious to that fact. So I wanted to do this podcast about common mistakes that people make and how to avoid making mistakes that will decrease the value of a home. Because first of all, the number one rule of real estate is the comps are everything or the comparables. Comps or comparables are what the sales prices of other similar similar homes have sold for. And you have to look at the comps because the comps limit what you can sell your house for. I mean, it's not hard and fast in terms of a limit, but it is a guide in terms of what buyers are going to pay. You can't just set any price for your home and expect that a buyer is going to pay it. They're going to look at what have other homes sold for in the neighborhood, what were those closed sale prices, and then they're going to make an offer in the same ballpark. So you really need to look at comps and that'll tell you how much profit is in the house. So the comps are what you need to look at before you make a purchase and there's something that you need to look at before you make a purchase to flip a house for example but the other thing you need to look at is just making good decisions about what are you going to do with the number of bedrooms numbers of bath amount of square footage etc so the comps are going to be 
comparable to a similar home. So if you have a three-bedroom, two-bath home, then people are going to look at other three-bedroom, two-bath homes and see what they have sold for. Or if your home is 2,000 square feet, they're going to look at other 2,000 square foot homes with the same number of bedrooms and baths and see what that has sold for. So the square footage, the number of bedrooms and baths is very important, but also is it all updated? Is it all already renovated or does it need to be renovated? Those are the kinds of things that buyers are going to look at because if it needs to be renovated, they're going to take that market value price of a house that is fully renovated and subtract whatever the cost they think it would be to renovate it and then offer you somewhere around that. So if your house would sell for $500,000 if it were fully renovated, but the kitchen is original in your house, the bathrooms are all original, they might think I might have to spend $60,000 plus to upgrade this home. Therefore, I'm going to take $60,000 off of that $500,000 and only offer $440,000. So you see, you have to think about what is the comp and then what is it going to take to get a house up to a comp that would be a fully renovated house. Well, other things that you also want to consider are what are things that you can do that really improve a house? Or what are things you can avoid that will take value out of a house? Well, I've already done podcasts about how to improve a home. So you can look back and listen to my podcast about the things to do to improve a home. But I wanted to talk today about some basic no-nos. What are those things that you definitely don't want to do to a home? And one of the things that I heard was to reduce a bedroom and turn it into a closet. In other words, a three-bedroom house would turn into a two-bedroom house with a huge walk-in closet instead of that third bedroom. Well, that is a huge devaluation of a home because now your comp is to other houses that are two-bedroom homes and not three-bedroom homes. So as soon as you take a bedroom and turn it into a closet, and take it from being a bedroom, that is going to reduce the value of your house. I don't care how nice this closet is. I don't care how big it is. I don't care how many shelves it has or how custom it is or how glamorous or glorious it is. It doesn't matter. You've reduced the value of the house because you've gone from a three-bedroom to a two-bedroom. And even if people see that they could restore the bedroom by taking out that closet, now they're cha-ching, cha-ching, gonna have to figure out, well, what would that cost? And then reduce that from the value of the sale price. So you're reducing the value of a home if you're taking out a bedroom and turning it into a closet. That's a huge no-no. There's many, many fewer buyers for a two-bedroom than there are for a three-bedroom. You wanna keep a three-bedroom home, a three-bedroom home if you can. You also don't want to reduce the number of bathrooms that you have. Now, of course, a full bath is four things. It is a sink, a toilet, a shower, and a tub. That's a full bath. Each one of those is worth a quarter. So if you only have a toilet, a sink, and a shower, that's a three-quarter bath. So you don't want to take a full bath and make it into a three-quarter bath because now you've taken a quarter away. So... That's something that you also want to be cautious about is don't reduce a bathroom, especially a full bathroom, into something less. Now, another thing that I saw that was an actual 
comment out of a real estate shopper's home was two bathrooms were back to back in a hallway and they said, oh, I should rip these out and make it one big bathroom. No, 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 you don't wanna rip it out and have one big bathroom. Now you've gone from two baths to one bath and you've substantially reduced the value of your home. It's much better to have a bathroom for guests and a bathroom for the master and people expect two different bathrooms. So if you're thinking of ripping out a bathroom and making it one big bathroom, that's a huge decrease of value, no matter how nice this bathroom is. If you rip out two bathrooms and make it one glorious, huge bathroom, it doesn't matter. I don't care if it's lined with diamonds. It doesn't matter. It's not two bathrooms, and you want to keep the maximum amount of bathrooms that you can. So that's another really huge mistake to make is reducing your bathrooms. The third mistake I saw was people spending a fortune on their backyard by putting in a pool, a hot tub, an outdoor kitchen and fire pit expecting that they were going to make the money back on the remodel. Well, that didn't happen because you're not going to get dollar for dollar back on your investment in a pool, spa, outdoor kitchen, and fire pit. You're not. You're just going to get a percentage of your investment. Sometimes you're not even going to get that because nowadays people don't always want the maintenance and extra expense of a pool. They're trying to cut corners on expenses and there might be community pools nearby or on the complex grounds, and they don't feel that they need a private pool. So putting one in can be a detriment too. So you have to be very careful about that. But you definitely don't get dollar for dollar back on an investment in things like a pool, hot tub, and outdoor kitchen. So just be really careful. If you're going to spend money remodeling, you want to spend the money on the bathrooms, the kitchen, and more closet space because that's what really sells homes. So you want to put the money into redoing the kitchen, redoing the appliances, redoing the countertops, those kinds of things are what you want to do or maybe having the open concept and taking down some walls. You also want to redo your bathrooms, have new cabinets, countertops, something luxurious feeling and spa-like is what people are looking for. And then if you can increase some closet space, that would be great. But you want to be really careful that you're not taking a bedroom to make additional closet space. So again, the most money is made by renovating kitchens and baths and maybe expanding closets. And that's where you want to put your money. So remembering these things will keep you from taking money and throwing it down the drain by making common mistakes that people make by making decisions about homes that just aren't what people are looking for. And remember, the comps are your guide. So if you have comparables of what homes have sold for in your neighborhood, go and find out what those are. That will tell you the probably the ceiling of what your house is going to sell for or something near there. And price your home near what the comp has sold for. You typically, even though we always think our home is nicer than the one who sold, if theirs was completely renovated and you have any part of yours that's not renovated, you're going to get dinged in the price for that. So if yours isn't exactly renovated like the one that sold was, you're going to get a lower price. So just realize that and try to price your house accordingly. 
if it doesn't have everything upgraded, then price it a little bit lower than that comp that had everything upgraded that sold. And your house won't sit on the market and you won't have to drop the price to attract people because you're overpriced. That's the worst thing you can do is to dramatically overprice your house because rather than people making a lower price and possibly insulting you, they just won't make an offer a lot of the time. So you're missing offers if you're not pricing your house competitively. So use those comps to your advantage. Price your house in the ballpark of the comparable that has already sold and don't shoot yourself in the foot by making the wrong upgrades or doing things to your house that will reduce your house's value. Hey, have you heard I'm having a summer giveaway through the end of September? You could win six awesome prizes. Five of the Wealthy Mindset Blueprint audio courses where you learn how millionaires think the right thoughts for wealth before you make it happen, and that's a value of $197, or a wealth journal where you can learn the six steps to wealth valued at $67. Here's all you need to do. Just leave a review for the podcast. If you're listening on iTunes, then leave it there. If you're listening on an Android, leave it on stitcherradio.com. And like my Facebook fan page at Linda P. Jones fan page on Facebook and follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Linda P. Jones. Then send me an email and let me know you did it at lpjhome at gmail.com. And if you have your name drawn in October, then you could win one of those prizes. I've had a lot of people already enter this contest and I'm looking for lots more people to enter this contest because these are great prizes that I know you're going to love. So do those simple things, enter the contest and let me know. And if you want to get your net worth moving in the right direction, get my 11 quick financial tips to boost your wealth. There are 11 quick things anyone can do to get your net worth growing in the right direction to get you to financial freedom faster. That's at lindapjones.com. That's all for today. Until next time, live the good life and be wealthy and smart. Thank you for listening to Be Wealthy and Smart with Linda P. Jones. Share the wealth and tell your family and friends about the show. Check out our website, blog, and social media for more riches at www.bewealthyandsmart.com.